I've got my girlfriends coming over tonight, so I am making my go-to entertaining menu. There's my make-ahead sweet rhubarb short ribs served with some crispy saffron rice. My side dish is gonna be sauteed green beans with a potato chip crunch. And for a sweet treat, whipped cheesecakes with a pistachio crust topped with fresh raspberries. Hey, this is me, Molly A. I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. For my girlfriend's dinner tonight, I am treating them to my rhubarb short ribs. They're sweet, they're sour, they're fall off the bone tender, and they just explode with flavor. I cannot wait to eat them. To begin, I'm gonna give them a dry rub. I'll take two tablespoons of sugar, two tablespoons of kosher salt, a teaspoon of fennel seeds, and half a teaspoon of ground allspice for some warmth. And this is gonna infuse the short ribs with flavor and it's gonna start to tenderize the meat. So I'll just rub this all over them using my hands and making sure that I cover all of the surfaces of the short ribs. I'm using some four inch bone-in short ribs. The bone lends a little bit more flavor than boneless, but boneless will work and honestly any size will work with this recipe. And I'm making sure to cover all sides of the short ribs with my spice rub. This can all get poured in. It's gonna seem like a lot of salt, but that is gonna add so much flavor and goodness to these. Now I'll just cover these with plastic wrap and then stick them in the refrigerator for at least three hours. My short ribs have been soaking up the goodness of a dry rub, and now I'm ready to finish off my dish. So I have two onions here. I'm gonna use a whole head of garlic. And now I'm getting some rhubarb from my freezer. You're not a Minnesotan if you don't have rhubarb in your freezer at all times. I'll chop up my onions and garlic. Short ribs are probably my favorite main course to make for any dinner party. They're the type of thing that you can cook in advance and they only get better with time. So I can actually prep the entirety of this recipe, stick it in the refrigerator and keep it until the next day when it's time to serve and I can just reheat them and they're ready to go. I'm just slicing these onions into half moons and then they're gonna cook down underneath the short ribs and get really nice and soft. Next, I'm gonna peel and chop an entire head of garlic. I don't need to cook them before I put them in the oven. So this is just a cold pan. And next, I'm gonna dump in my frozen rhubarb. And rhubarb is so tart, but with the sweet onions, it's just gonna work so beautifully. You know, typically you see it in desserts. I figured I have so much rhubarb in my backyard, I can't just eat it all in sweet things. So I started experimenting with savory applications for it, and it turns out they play really nicely with short ribs. I'm gonna toss these with some olive oil to help them soften in the oven. I don't need too much olive oil because there will be some of that short rib fat coming down and soaking into these onions and rhubarb. Now I'll take my short ribs and place them right on top of the onions. It's kind of a balancing act, but trust me, there will be some space created in this pan once the onions cook down. 
Now, I have my oven set to 475. I'm gonna cook these uncovered for 20 minutes to get a nice even brown coating on top and that's gonna lock in their flavor. These short ribs have a beautiful brown exterior. They smell so rich, and I'm getting that hint of sweetness from the onions and rhubarb. And now the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna turn my oven temperature down to 325, because now that they have this crisp exterior, I'm gonna cook the middle slowly to make them extra soft and juicy and tender. And now I'll finish these off with some rhubarb jam and chicken stock. In the absence of rhubarb, short ribs would be great with pomegranate. Apples would be really nice. Anything that's sweet and a little tart. Next, I'm gonna add enough low-sodium chicken broth so that the braising liquid comes up halfway along the side of the short ribs. Okay, fresh black pepper. Now I'll cover this so that the braising liquid can work its magic and I'm gonna stick it in the oven at 325 for about two and a half hours until the meat starts to fall off the bone. Coming up, I get started on my crispy saffron rice. Then it's on to some heavenly whipped cheesecakes with a pistachio crust. These are so pretty. And my green beans with a potato chip crunch before the girls arrive. For a side to my short ribs, I'm going to make my crispy saffron rice, which is a perfect combination of crispy, buttery rice and the warm floral notes of saffron. Saffron is the stamen of a flower that carries so much unique flavor. I'm only using an eighth of a teaspoon. A little bit goes a long way. I'm gonna add a pinch of salt and that's just gonna help the saffron break up. And I'm gonna grind it into a powder, okay. I have some basmati rice that's soaked for a bit and I'm boiling it in some heavily salted water. I'm gonna grab a couple tablespoons of the boiling water and mix it with the saffron so that it dissolves. And this is gonna help the saffron bloom and develop the flavors that's going to be gorgeous on my table. I am gonna set this aside and let it do its thing while I drain the rice. Boiling and draining rice like this keeps it fluffy and prevents clumps from forming. I'm rinsing this with cool water to stop the cooking. And I'll set this aside as I heat up my clarified butter. I like using clarified butter in this recipe because it has a higher smoke point and it also has more buttery flavor. You can find this in pretty much any grocery store next to the oils. I do not want my rice sticking to the pan because it's so gorgeous when it comes out of the pan and it looks like a cake of yellow rice. And that's why I'm using a nonstick pan. This is my version of a Persian rice dish called tadik, and I first tried it when a few friends made it for me, and from the first bite, I was in love. Now I'm gonna swirl in my saffron water that has bloomed by now. It's sizzling, it's looking, it's smelling great. Now I'm gonna add my rice. So I'm gonna pack it down and it's gonna soak up that buttery, saffrony goodness. And now I'm gonna poke some holes in the rice to release the steam. That's gonna help the bottom get extra crispy. And now I wanna catch the steam so it doesn't go back into the rice and make it soggy. So I'm covering this pan with a clean kitchen towel. And now I'm gonna cover it with a tightly fitting lid and then I'll fold up the towel to make sure that towel doesn't burn. I'll cook this on medium high for 35 minutes and then I'll reduce the temperature to medium low for 10 more minutes. It's the moment of truth. Now it's important that I lift up this lid evenly. I don't wanna let that condensation fall down back into the rice. Now I'm gonna bring it over here to my serving plate and I'm gonna flip it out. One, two, 
three. <gasps> yes, okay. And the true test of crispy rice is if it makes a nice sound when you thump it. This is gonna go perfect with my short ribs. For a dessert for my girlfriends tonight, I am making them my light and fluffy whipped cheesecake with pistachio crust. To start, I'm gonna make my pistachio crust. I have some roasted pistachios here. It's always important to use toasted or roasted nuts for this because that'll bring out their flavor. And I'm gonna add a cup of them to my food processor. I'm gonna grab a quarter cup of sugar, a pinch of kosher salt to bring out these flavors. Now, I'll blend this until they form a coarse crumb. This looks perfect, and it smells so good and pistachio-y. Okay, I'm gonna add three tablespoons of butter, and that's just to hold this mixture together so that it forms a crust. Oh yeah, that's good, that's perfect. So the mixture is starting to clump together, and it might look like it won't hold together as a crust, but a trick that I do is I take some of it in my hand and squeeze it together, and if it sticks, it's ready. This is perfect. I gotta taste it. Mm. The crust is not too sweet. It's nice and rich and nutty. And now I'm gonna add it to my serving glasses. I'm eyeballing this so that they're even. Now I'm gonna pack this mixture down with the muddler. I'm making my friends dig for the best part. All right, now I'll set these aside while I make my filling. This filling is fluffy and mousse-like and it comes together so easily. I'll grab some yogurt and heavy cream out of my fridge. I also have some cream cheese softening here. I'll take half a block of that, and I'm gonna mix this with some powdered sugar. And this filling is not too sweet. It's great. And next, I'll add a pinch of salt to bring out these flavors. Some vanilla, love vanilla. And almond extract, which actually really enhances the pistachio flavor in the crust. Next, I'll add half a cup of yogurt. It's giving me that tangy deliciousness that I cannot get enough of. And I'll mix this to combine. Okay, and next I'm gonna add half a cup of heavy whipping cream. So that's another easy thing about this recipe. It's half a cup of cream cheese, half a cup of yogurt, and half a cup of heavy cream. And now I'm gonna mix this to stiff peaks. That'll take a little bit longer, closer to a minute. Okay, we're looking great. Now I'm gonna put it into a piping bag and I'm gonna use that to put it into my serving glasses. It's not too heavy. We are having quite a heavy meal tonight, so a lighter dessert is gonna be that perfect compliment. Okay, they're looking so fluffy and good. Now these are gonna set in the fridge for about an hour. While my cheesecake's finished chilling, I'm gonna add some brightness and fruitiness to the top with a quick and easy raspberry topping. And I'm gonna jazz them up a little bit with some lemon juice, which will add nice tartness and dimension. I'm gonna add some sugar to my berries and mix them up and allow them to macerate. All that means is they're gonna release their juices and create a syrup and they're gonna marinate in that syrup and the flavor is just gonna get amplified and delicious. I'm gonna jumpstart this juice releasing party by mashing a few of the berries. They're bright and glossy and now I'm gonna add them to the top of my cheesecakes. And I'll just spoon a nice healthy spoonful of raspberries over the top of the cheesecakes. I love the contrast of color between 
the white cheesecake and that bright red raspberry syrup and the green pistachios. These are so pretty. They're looking gorgeous. The ladies are gonna love them. As a side for my dinner, I am making my sauteed green beans with potato chip crunch. They're a delicious, crunchy, flavorful side. They're gonna add great color to the table. I have some garlic and onion that have been slow cooking in some olive oil in my pan. They've been cooking low and slow for 40 minutes and that allows them to get golden and crunchy without developing any bitter flavor. So while this oil was cooking that garlic and onion, it got all of that flavor. So I'm gonna use this to cook the green beans now. I'm gonna increase my temperature to medium and I have my green beans that have been washed and trimmed. And I'll cook these just for about seven to 10 minutes until they start to develop some color and their texture is tender. And while that's going, I'm gonna finish up my potato chip crunch. I'm gonna toast up some almonds and sesame seeds, which will add a nice nutty flavor. Before I toast my almonds, I'm gonna give them a rough chop. So I want this topping to have some texture. So some bigger pieces of almonds are just fine. And I'm also gonna add some sesame seeds. While these are toasting and my green beans are sauteing, I am gonna chop up my garlic and onions. It smells nice and pungent, and you can tell there's some excellent crunch going on. Let me just check on my almonds. These do tend to toast pretty quickly, so I'm just looking for a nice golden brown color and a toasty smell. All right, and I'm gonna continue to toss my green beans so that they get cooked evenly on all sides. This is kind of like one of those octopus dishes where I wish that I had eight arms, but it's gonna be fine. This is what I came here for. This is the reason why I make this dish is so that I can have an excuse to buy potato chips. I can never keep them in the house, otherwise I'll eat them all. I pretend like I'm just buying some for this vegetable topping and then they're healthy. But really, I use like two handfuls of this topping and then the rest of them I eat with ketchup. So, I'm gonna take two handfuls of potato chips and put them in a bag so that I can crunch them up. And these are extra crunchy kettle chips. I'm not completely annihilating them. I don't want it to be potato chip powder. I want texture, I want crunch. These are gonna go into the bowl with my garlic and onions. I'm gonna check on my almonds and sesame seeds. Mm, and they're smelling just deeply toasted and nutty. I'll pour this in. And now I'm gonna add some Aleppo pepper, which is a pepper that's fruity and sweet and it's really easy on the heat. If you have trouble finding it, you can just add a pinch of crushed red pepper. And then I'm gonna mix it up and taste it and then decide if I wanna add salt because the potato chips, if they're really salty on their own, this might not need any more salt. Oh my gosh, it smells so good. Let me get in here. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Does not need any more salt. My potato chips are salty enough. Okay, the green beans have been sauteing for about seven minutes. They're starting to soften. Their color is a deeper green. They're looking great. So I'm gonna turn off the heat. I'll grab my serving plate. And I'm also gonna grab a lemon, which is really gonna help bring all these flavors together. These look and smell delicious. I'm gonna add just a little bit of salt to make sure that the green beans get some seasoning and some pepper. And then the zest and juice of half a lemon will bring all these flavors together. And then I'm gonna spoon my topping all over the top. 
and then put the rest on the table in case anybody wants more. Me. Beautiful. These look great. My short ribs should be just about done. Starting to smell it. Oh yes. Ah. Oh my gosh, it smells so good. I can smell the rhubarb. I can smell the sweetness of the onions. And of course, the meaty short ribs smell insane. My girlfriends are gonna go crazy. To serve, I'll transfer the short ribs and the vegetables to my serving platter. Now I have a ton of tasty liquid left over in my pan, and that's packed with flavor. So I'll bring it to a boil and reduce it to a simmer. And then I'm gonna stir in a touch of butter to make it even more rich. And to serve, I'll spoon my sauce over the short ribs, give them a sprinkle of parsley because it's pretty, and then they'll be ready to go. Okay, I gotta have a taste. Mmm. They are sweet like candy and so meaty. And the tartness of the rhubarb comes right at the end. These are so, so good. And oh, she was she just. Must have lost her mind. Yeah, just walk. Ooh. Oh my gosh. That looks you amazing. Yum. I'm gonna dig in. <laughs> this looks so good. <laughs> Do you have any bibs? <laughs> These are so tender. Melted my mouth. Yeah, exactly. This is perfect. The rhubarb, it's so can good. The rhubarb? I can taste it. Are these potato chips on top of here? Yeah. I love really it. Crunchy. It was basically just my excuse for buying oh potato chips. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Oh, so good. Mm. Time for dessert? Yes! Amazing. Oh my gosh. They're so pretty. So good. Mm. Mm. Okay, so you have to get a bite. All the way down? The layer. Oh, yeah. Yes. This is good. Mm. Yeah, you need the lemon. Yeah, just like, <laughs> wow, what do you have there? <laughs> Look at what the cat dragged. What is See here, Nick. No points allowed. Please tell me there's more. Do you want another one? Oh, this looks amazing. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> Come pull up a chair, Nick. Mm, no, just passing through. <laughs> Wait, who's that one for? All the other husbands that weren't invited. 